Michael Isakoff. Michael is chief investigative correspondent for Yahoo News. I'm sure you read a lot of his stuff um, online and also uh, on Twitter. Formerly, he was an investigative correspondent for Newsweek and NBC News. He specializes in national security, terrorism, money, and politics. Author of Uncovering Clinton, a reported story and hubris, the inside story of spin, scandal, and the selling of the Iraq war, among others. More than a pleasure to have back on the show this afternoon, Michael Isakoff. I'm a fan. I know many of you are. Michael, good afternoon and welcome back. Hey, Leslie. Yesterday, uh, well, last uh, you know week, we heard uh, the Washington Post put out there, and and then some others followed um, that there is suspected uh, a suspected Russian cyber attack that was um, waged not just on our electoral process, but more specifically on Hillary Clinton. And you know, obviously, if you hack into Democrats' uh, emails, you hack into Republicans' emails, but you're only putting out one side of the story. Uh, you're definitely trying to help one candidate win and another lose. Does this surprise you that we're hearing things like this? Well, look, I, it, it is not really all that shocking, given that, yeah, we've known, you know, since July when WikiLeaks started dumping these uh, DNC emails that uh, clearly the actors who hacked into the DNC, um, and that has been identified by the U.S. intelligence community as Russian state-sponsored hackers, um, the fact that they were giving them, to, provided them uh, through some manner to WikiLeaks for publication to embarrass the Democrats. I guess in some fashion it's not a total shock that uh, uh, this was intended to hurt Hillary Clinton and, uh, and benefit Donald Trump. Um, it is a little surprising that the CIA seems to be saying that, although we haven't heard directly from them on this, let's be clear. Um, they have, uh, uh, this is coming through leaks from classified briefings. Um, but this is a huge deal on so many different levels. Number one, first of all, the very idea that the Russians did what they did was, uh, you know, that, that was clearly unprecedented. Uh, you know, the Chinese hacked into the McCain and the Obama campaigns in 2008, but that was political espionage. They were trying to get insights into what the two rival candidates were thinking and uh, some idea of who they'd be dealing with, uh, whoever won the election. They weren't trying to influence the outcome of the election. What the Russians did in this instance, in this campaign, was a form of information warfare. They were using their cyber technology uh, to uh, to meddle in our election, meddle in our democratic process, and in some way tilt or influence the outcome. So it's a huge deal, and it's probably even a, a bigger deal that uh, our president-elect uh, seems to dismiss the findings of the U.S. intelligence community, saying he doesn't believe it. Uh, it could have been Russia. It could have been China. It could have been some guy in, a, in, in, in New Jersey in his, in his room. Um, that's a pretty, uh, a pretty lackadaisical attitude uh, to take towards, and dismissive attitude to take from the, uh, towards the intelligence community that you're going to be relying on come January when you're president of the United States. And this is not 
clearly uh, partisan. I mean, although Democrats are saying, look, you know, we have to have an investigation into this. We're also seeing Republicans, some top Republicans, uh, John McCain, uh, Mitch McConnell, I think Paul Ryan spoke uh, to it today, uh, Lindsey Graham and others uh, that are saying, you know, we we have to look into this, if nothing else, then to uh, cover our butts with regard to national security, because it's an election they're hacking into today. You know, it, 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 it could be, you know, files within the Pentagon tomorrow. Um, that's right, and and that's why you do have a number of Republicans taking it uh, seriously. But look, this is um, this is difficult for um, for a lot of Republicans. Uh, Trump is their guy; he's their president. Uh, they don't want to diss him too uh, too much. Uh, so um, we're you know they're kind of stuck with him. And so what you hear from McConnell and Devin Nunes, who's the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, is, well, of course we'll do oversight on this. Of course we'll investigate this as part of the, uh, through the normal process, through the, um, um, through, uh, the, the, the standing committees. Um, that's, um, you know, not going to be terribly comforting uh, to people who think that uh, oversight, particularly in the intelligence uh Community is not um, is not what it should be. hasn't what it should be for many many years, and doesn't truly recognize the severity and seriousness of what has taken place here. Uh, yeah, abs- absolutely. I mean, and, and this isn't just people at, you know, Clinton, you know, headquarters. A lot of people think, oh, you're just blaming this. Those in the Clinton camp are people that wanted her to be president, uh, wanted her to be elected. Uh, you're not looking at the facts, you know, low voter turnout in the African-American community along millennials, uh, burning your bus people that you ignored people in Wisconsin, blue collar workers, the list goes on. Um, but I, I don't see Clinton or any of her staff saying that's why they lost. What they're saying is, look, Look, um, they had alerts from Google throughout the campaign. They said uh, Jennifer Palmieri specifically uh, told Yahoo News that she received an alert from Google in mid-October informing her that her personal Gmail account had been targeted by, quote, a foreign state actor and that her password needed to be changed. She said, quote, they were targeting us throughout the election. And uh, another said they never stopped uh, trying to get back in. And when the CIA comes forth and has actually briefed members of Congress like they have on an assessment that Russians targeted Democratic political organizations and campaign officials and that this would seemingly be part of a a specific effort to defeat Hillary Clinton and elect Trump, um, I I start to wonder how much did Trump know or how much did his campaign know? Well, look, you know, I and a lot of others did uh, a lot of reporting on uh, the various connections that people in Trump world and the Trump camp had to the Russians. And, um, you know, Paul Manafort had been the campaign consultant for Viktor Yanukovych, the pro-Putin president of Ukraine who was deposed. You had Carter Page, who was a uh, uh, named as a Clinton, uh, 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 as a Trump uh, uh, foreign policy advisor, who was an open advocate of lifting sanctions, who flew over to Moscow just a couple of weeks before the uh, Republican convention. Um, you know, then you had Trump himself, who had been in Moscow in 2013 for the Miss Universe contest, uh, talked up Trump, talked about what a great guy he was, how he was cleaning our clock, uh, and uh, thought we could have better relations with him. So there was a lot on the table, just sort of 
public that about uh, about Putin and Russia. Certainly, the Clinton campaign tried to make this an issue uh, during the campaign. But can I just say one contrary thought here? That's probably not going to please uh, a lot of your listeners. But um, I thought that John Podesta statement about the electoral college uh, electors should be briefed on this before they vote next. Uh, Monday was really surprising and in some ways outrageous. What is the point of that? Trump won the election. He's the president. There's nothing about this that is going to change the outcome. And for, if we're electoral college electors start to, you know, change what the outcome of the election was based on some secret briefing they get, can you imagine uh, the reaction that there would be uh, uh, from the Trump camp and think if it was the, the the shoes were on the other foot and somebody was trying to change the outcome of the election after the votes had already been counted. I mean, you know, that was really, I was really surprising for John Podesta to dip into this and try to sort of somehow um, uh, throw into doubt the outcome of the Electoral College. I, w- I want to talk about um, not just uh, and and you know what a lot of people actually who listen uh, to this program and who may be uh, center left or completely left might even agree with you on that, Michael. Um, yeah. The the problem that I have with this is that when you look at the Secretary of State nominee and you talk about connections that you know President yeah, Trump has with totally Russia. Absolutely. Right, and, Re- and Rex Tillerson's name wasn't even in the hat up until right. most recently. It's almost like Putin calls Trump and says, this is who I want. This is who will benefit me, and this is how I can benefit you. And, and this, this scares me. This looks like a power grab from Russia to the United States um, that, that Do- Donald Trump isn't even hiding. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, um, it's, uh, uh, it is, um, you know, this is why there's going to be a lot of scrutiny of uh, Rex Tillotson when he goes before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and, and has to testify, because uh, these are absolutely deserving questions that um, uh, he will need to answer about uh, his thoughts on Putin, his thoughts on Russia, um, uh, his thoughts on what the Russians have done in Ukraine, what they are doing in uh, in the Baltic countries, uh, and you know his uh, willingness to stand up uh, to aggressive actions by Putin's Russia. Um, you know, I, look, I, it's hard to know. I mean. Dick Cheney, before he was vice president, uh, was the uh, CEO of Halliburton. Halliburton did deals with the Iranians uh, uh, while Cheney was the uh, uh, chief executive. He became vice president, and of course, uh, he was as uh, bellicose towards Iran and uh, and and you know any uh, Islamic enemies we had out there. Uh, as uh, anybody in the U.S. government was, and probably drove our uh, aggressive actions uh, in that uh, area of the world. He certainly engineered the uh, uh, the war in Iraq. So, uh, you know, I don't know necessarily that what one did as a businessman is all that much of a guide to what you will do uh, once you're in public office. Um, but it's certainly uh, deserving of a lot of questions, and I'm sure Tilton will get them.
Uh, most definitely. Although I still think he's going to get um, the 51 votes needed. I think this is going to be you know, political theater for a bit, and they'll press him hard. But at the end of the day, the Republicans right. will bend over for their party, if you will. Sure. And look, the Democrats have to pick their shots. I mean, uh, there's a lot of nominees here that uh, they could, um, you know, go to war against, uh, but they can't block all of them. They may not... And they may not be able to block any of them, but if they're going to mount a campaign uh, against somebody, one of Trump's picks, um, is it going to be Tillotson or is it going to be Tom Price for HHS who wants to dismantle Obamacare and, and Medicare as well? Or is it going to be uh, Sessions who uh, uh, at the Justice Department uh, who doesn't really believe in uh, enforcement of the civil rights laws? Um, or is it going to be uh, the EPA nominee? Uh, you know, I mean, there are uh, a number of uh, candidates they haven't. And remember, remember, uh, you know, these are the cabinet choices. Once Trump gets in office, he's going to have a Supreme Court uh, nominee. And that tends to overshadow everything. And, uh, and of course, those, uh, those picks are for life. So my guess is, uh, depending on who Trump picks, they may, the Democrats may hold their shots on a lot of these nominees who they're grousing about now in order to make their stand on a Supreme Court nominee who they can filibuster under the current rules. Uh, explain to folks listening, because you have uh, quite a, a background in this, Michael, uh, so that people understand. The CIA briefed members of Congress on the assessment that the Russians targeted Democratic political organizations right. and campaign officials as part of an, uh, of an effort to get uh, Trump elected. That goes beyond the earlier public finding, that finding that yes, U.S. intelligence officials were confident that the Russian government was behind the cyber attacks. It did not ascribe a motive for the Russians doing so. Is right. the motive the only difference here? And, you know, how much... How much more severe or important is this um, uh, in in the interest of, of American national security with what happened with the CIA as of late as opposed to prior? Um, you know, look, I, I mean, motive, attaching motive or ascribing motive is difficult on its face because, you know, as with everything, oftentimes there are mixed motives. Uh, oftentimes motives evolve. Um, and... Um, Given that we don't know the evidence that the CIA is relying on to reach this assessment, we're told it's been reported this is an analytic judgment. Um, That suggests on its face there's no smoking gun that proves the point. Um, And, uh, you know, it it is therefore entirely reasonable that uh, different people can look at the the body of evidence here and perhaps reach different conclusions. We understand that the uh, FBI uh, didn't take as hard a stand in the classified briefings on this issue and uh, suggested that uh, there may have been mixed motives, as I said before, uh, which is often the case. So, you know, it's it's hard to know what to make of this. Certainly, it's an explosive headline. Certainly, it's alarming to think that that was they were clearly operating um, with that goal in mind. Um, but until we see what the CIA is relying on to reach this judgment, I think we should all be a little bit cautious. That's not to in 
any way um, uh, downplay the significance of the whole issue of what the Russians did here, and 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 a full accounting. And I, you know, the U.S. intelligence community should provide as full an accounting for the American public as it possibly can, without endangering sources and methods so we can reach some judgments but we certainly know and trump is right about this the uh, intelligence community has been uh, you know uh, pretty dramatically wrong in the past about some of its judgments so we shouldn't necessarily take them as holy gospel we're going to take a quick break we'll be back with our guest michael isikoff chief investigative correspondent for yahoo news on twitter follow him there at i-s-i-k-o-f-f the website michael isikoff yahoo.tumblr.com back after this this is our guest chief investigative correspondent for yahoo news and formerly investigative correspondent for newsweek and nbc news author of uncovering clinton a reporter's story a hubris the inside story of spin scandal and the selling of the iraq war among others michael thank you for holding welcome back uh before i ask some questions we do have some uh callers are you okay to take calls yep sure Okay, sounds good. Don't laugh. I did have one time a guest go later complain. I never, I didn't know I was going to do that. I don't want to do that. Just always check. I think you have before, though, on the show, Michael. Uh, speaking of Michael, let's go to Michael in the Bronx on line three. Uh, Michael, a question or comment for our guest? Yes, how are you doing? You know, I'm, I'm sorry, but I cannot accept the results upon knowing learning that this whole thing was a farce. We having um, questions regarding the true results after the uh, reports of the Russians hacking into our election system, and we look at the cabinet that's totally defiant of the mission statements of each of these government agencies. I mean, even the electorates have raised this issue as well. So, okay, but Michael, 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 because of time, we had asked you if you could be uh, specific with your question to our guest. Yeah, that, that was the question. I want him to respond to that. Oh, okay. I thought that was uh, I thought it was a bit of a rant, Michael. Our guest, um, Michael. Well, look, uh, the uh, Clinton campaign's top lawyer uh, said a couple weeks ago they had no evidence of any hacking of the election results at all. None has come to date. Uh, uh, none has arisen. Um, you know, we've had the the recount in Wisconsin just finished, and, and Trump gained a, a couple of hundred votes or 170 votes uh, as a result. So the results are fixed. Trump won the election. He won the election under the rules by which we hold elections in this country, and that's electoral college votes. Uh, and, you know, there's really nothing that can be done about that, uh, as, uh, as difficult as it is for... Uh, Clinton supporters and people who didn't want to see Donald Trump as president to, to accept. Uh, the fact is, he's the president-elect. He will be the president. Um, nothing is going to change that. Um, and, you know, the, you know, people need to sort of accept that and then, you know, determine what stance they want to take. And, and, and the kind of scrutiny and challenging of Trump is, is entirely within the democratic process and how we should do it. But let's not kid ourselves. Trump won the election under the rules by which elections are held in this country. You can't change the rules after the game. Um, the popular vote is interesting and significant as a, uh, as, uh, you know, uh, as a historical footnote, but that's not the way we elect presidents in this country, and we haven't for the last, you know, uh, since the country was founded. 
Uh, very well said, Michael. Thank you, and thank you for being with us. Michael Isakoff, Chief Investigative Correspondent for Yahoo News, formerly, like I said, Investigative Correspondent for Newsweek and NBC News. And check out his website, michaelisakoffyahoo.tumblr.com. And on Twitter, follow him at is- I Isakoff, at Isakoff, I-S-I-K-O-F-F. That's at Isakoff, I-S-I-K-O-F-F. Read all his stuff at Yahoo. Read his tweets. Smart guy, knows his stuff. Enjoy reading. Uh, it's a good read. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a great afternoon. Thank you to Andrew and Steve sitting in for Mark, uh, my great crew, today. Have a good evening and afternoon, wherever you are. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love.